Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Tonight, 6.30 Chad Inside Sports. Don't forget the off-topic topic. Best way to prepare a hot dog, three favorite toppings, and what you don't put on a hot dog. Oh, it's an absolute no-no. Wild game in Toronto right now at BMO Field. Calgary Stampeders score another touchdown. The fourth touchdown pass of the game by Jake Mayer. This time he finds Reggie Bagleton for a 47-yard pass and run touchdown. That's Bagleton's second of the night. It's 28-24 Calgary over the Argos. Not good news for the Elks because a win by the Argos would keep the uh, Stampeders at three wins. Elks with one win, trying to win their second straight on Sunday. Terry Vaughn, Wall of Honor night as well. 3.30 is the uh, kickoff, or sorry, countdown to kickoff. 5 o'clock kickoff at Commonwealth Stadium on 6.30. Chad, uh, Jay's losing 5-2 to the uh, Cleveland Guardians right now. And at the uh, FIBA World Cup, uh, Canada with a big win over France by a score of 95-65. to 65. They'll play Lebanon on Sunday. Tomorrow at Century Mile, the 94th running of the Canadian Derby and one of the best trainers in all of North America joins us again here on 630 Chet Inside Sports. It's Robertino Diodoro, trainer for Heroic Move. Robertino, nice to have you back on Inside Sports. How are you doing tonight? Uh, no, no, very good. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, tell me about, you've been through this before, but tell me what a night before a big race is like for you. I don't know. It's exciting. It's, uh, you know, coming back home here. It's uh, good to see everyone. And, uh, of course, you got the tomorrow's race on your mind, too. So it's, uh, yeah, there's definitely, uh, you know, it doesn't get old. There's uh, nerves and uh, definitely a lot of excitement building up for tomorrow. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Is so, so many races you've been involved in, you get those similar type jitters before the game or nervous anticipation. That's that probably tells you like you you, you still want to be involved in something in, in this sport for sure. No, no, definitely. I I always say uh, once I uh, don't get excited about a race or uh, winning a race, uh, it'd be probably time for me to call it <laughs> quits. But uh, no, still got the you know desire to win, and uh, like I said, it's pretty exciting. Now, I want to ask you, um, I, I'm a little fuzzy here on uh, how many Canadian derbies that Century Mile has hosted. How how many Canadian derbies has it been now? Yeah, that's, oh, I want to oh. say this would be the fourth. The fourth? Okay. Third. Third fourth. fourth? Yeah, because okay. COVID year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to say this is the, the fourth, but don't quote me on that. I, yeah. I, do, I believe it's the fourth since we... Uh, you know, since racing moved out of Northlands to Century Mile. Yeah, and you've won this event uh, as a trainer four times. And I was I want to ask you, because I know Northlands was known for being a very tight track. So compare the two tracks, uh, the one at Northlands and the, and the one at Century Mile. 
Yeah, the, you know, this is a mile track, and it's it's, it's a lot better, uh, I think, for the horses, and I, I think it's better racing. Uh, um, you know, when you get it, uh, when you race on a bull ring, which Northlands was, lots of times the best horse don't win. Uh, it's the horse that gets the best trip, and uh, I think uh, for the most part in most races, uh, when you're running on a mile track, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, fair racing, and it's better racing for the for the public, the betters, and uh, like I said, usually the best horse wins. So, uh, you know, at the same time, especially at tomorrow with a, a large field of 12, you, you need uh, definitely racing luck too. And the weather's supposed to be really, really good, so that should make for a fast track as well. Yes, no, uh, looks like uh, they're going to get very lucky here with a great night tonight of uh, racing and weather and uh, same tomorrow. All right, so you won your first uh, Canadian Derby 10 years ago with uh, Broadway Empire. And uh, I read this uh, I read this on Horse Racing Alberta that uh, Broadway Empire started from post-11. Well, tomorrow, uh, your, your horse heroic move is starting from post-11. So isn't that yeah. interesting? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, uh, it's just funny how the draw worked out and... Uh, when we ended up uh, with number 11, I, I thought it was pretty neat. That was the first thing that came to mind. And I know a few of the, you know, clients, the owners of the horse were a little upset, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm superstitious and I love it. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I like being uh, to the wards, the outside than the inside. It's less chance of getting into traffic trouble. And again, uh, 10 years ago, Broadway empire won out of number 11, uh, 11 holes. So, uh, my saying is, uh, well, why can't uh, Heroic Move do it tomorrow? So yeah. we'll see and what happens. T- tell me about Heroic Move a little bit more here. Is he uh, a horse that likes to get out and get after it early, or is he you know, someone that likes to kind of take his, uh, you know, just, just pick his moment where he's going to make his, his move? Yeah, he, he's a horse that wants to sit close to the lead, but uh, not on the lead like he did in the Manitoba Derby. I think he's a horse that runs uh, – runs better when he has a target in front of him and uh uh you know that's our plan for tomorrow it uh it was kind of a messed up race in winnipeg and uh like i said we ended up being on the lead where we didn't want to be uh the first part of the race and tomorrow like i said with the outside hole and a little bit of speed on the inside of us uh, our plan will be just to sit close to the lead and uh like i said i think he's a uh, a better horse when he has a target to run at. Joined by uh, trainer Robertino Diodoro for a heroic move tomorrow uh, for tomorrow's 94th running of the Canadian Derby. Joining us on 6.30, Chad, uh, Inside Sports. Nice to have Robertino back on the show. We've had Rico Walcott on the show in the past before uh, a few occasions, and uh, we know what his uh, record is like in Edmonton and dominant uh, at uh, Northlands and, and even at Century Mile, but he's moved. He's moved to Woodbine, apparently. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's a move that uh, needed to be done, uh, you know, a few years ago, but uh, better late than never. And uh, he got off to a slow start, but he's rolling now and uh, uh, won a 200 grander there last Saturday at Woodbine. And uh, uh, he's, uh, things are really starting to pick up for him. He's a good rider and uh, he definitely uh, belongs there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a big change, though. I mean, being in Edmonton and for so long, but, I mean, Toronto, Woodbine, that's the, that's the mecca of horse racing in, in Canada. And he, he, he definitely, it, it's, it's a perfect fit, isn't it? <laughs> no, it is. Like I said, he, uh, he definitely fits there. He deserves to be there. And, uh, like I said, it's starting to show now. Like I said, he got, uh, got off to a slow start. And a lot, a lot of guys, when they go to Woodbine, if you don't get off to a quick start, uh, you're going to be packing your bags real quick. But, uh he got off to a slow start and stuck it out, and uh, things are starting to pick up for him uh, real nice. And like I said, uh, 
fitting in there pretty good. Now, I know you're the 9-2 favorite, so that's the second-best odds. Uh, what do you make of the of the field tomorrow? I think it's one of the best fields uh, I've seen in uh, quite a few years with the Canadian Derby, and I, I think the whole uh, whole card is as well. It's uh, uh, The stake races are all big fields and very competitive. Uh, I think it's uh, probably the best card of racing in Alberta I've seen in many, many years. Uh, so it's, uh, it's good for racing. That's excellent. Robertino, thanks for coming back on 630 Chet Inside Sports. All the best tomorrow with Heroic Move, and uh, yeah, enjoy the lead-up to uh, one of the best races in, uh, in Canada and in North America. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. That's uh, Robertino Diodoro, the uh, trainer for Heroic Move. 92 odds. That's the second-best odds uh, for the Canadian Derby tomorrow. Sunbird, who is undefeated so far this year, is 3-1. to one. He's the morning line favorite. So... Uh, a uh, BC Invader as well. The BC Invaders are always uh, pretty good, especially in the Manitoba Invaders as well. Uh, so we'll see what Robertino can do and uh, Rico Walcott with uh, with heroic move tomorrow. So here's uh, here's how things play out at Century Mile tomorrow. And uh, I can tell you that Devaris Daniels has caught a 54-yard touchdown pass from Chad Kelly. The Argos back out in front with about nine minutes left in the third quarter. 31-28. Don't blink. No, don't blink. No defense. Just you, you're you up next. You throw a touchdown. We're up next. You throw a touchdown. Uh, last possession wins. That's what it appears to be tonight uh, in Toronto between the Argos and the Stampeders. So uh, the Canadian Derby card opens up at 2 o'clock, and there's lots of good races. That first post time is 3.45. So the Speed to Spare Championship will be run. The Northlands Park Distaff, the Century Casino Oaks, all three of those races have a purse of $100,000 each, and then it's the Canadian Derby that's supposed to uh, go around 9.15 tomorrow night. Okay, and uh, $200,000 purse. And uh, Robertino Diodoro looking for his fifth Canadian Derby title in the last 10 years. Wear your fancy hats if you're going. You got to wear the fascinators. You got to wear the fancy hats, the fedoras, you you name it. I love the the dress. I love the fashion of the Canadian Derby. And we did a few shows from down there on Derby Day for about three, four years. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, the anticipation of post time is is fantastic. And I always love the races at, at Northlands. But, uh, you know, I think Robertino hit the nail on the head, though. These horses want a fast track. And Century Mile is a fast track. All right. When we come back, final segment of the week on 630 Chet Inside Sports. Uh, we'll talk more about the... Uh, off-topic topic, hot dogs. Yeah. If you still want to sneak one, uh, sneak a text in, you can. Your favorite way to prepare a hot dog, your three favorite toppings, up to three. You can throw in some condiments there as well if you want. And what you not put on a hot dog. What's a no-no topping? And uh, we'll end the show in a very uh, special way tonight as well. This is 630 Chet.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside sports. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. I can report no scoring in the last three minutes. Oh, wow. Which is which is breaking news in itself tonight, Kellen. No kidding. Thirty-one <laughs> oh, twenty. Yeah, 31-28, six minutes to go in the third. Argos in front, which is good news for the Elks because if the Argos win, the Stampeders stay at three wins. The Elks win on Sunday. We know what happens. They finally break that long losing streak at home and also get their second win, and that would close the gap between themselves, the Stampeders, the Red Blacks. They get some help tomorrow from the BC Lions, who are at home to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who also have three wins. Could be another good weekend for the Elks in the Canadian Football League. It's Terry Vaughn, Wall of Honor night, one of the best receivers ever in CFL history and in the history of the green and gold. Six straight 1,000-yard seasons in Edmonton. That is a team record, along with those six 1,000-yard seasons, 11 straight 1,000-yard seasons as well. Uh, Chris Jones asked him today uh, when the first time he met Terry Vaughn. When's the first time you laid eyes on one Terry Vaughn in this league? It was actually when I came and guest coached up here with uh, Don Matthews. Uh, Paul Jones brought me up and, and introduced me to Coach Matthews, and I got to see Terry at that point. He was a tremendous athlete. Is that 1999? I think it was. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. What would you think? A uh, tremendous athlete, just great spot quickness, uh, just like a tailback at receiver. Yeah. Um, you know, I talked to Mark Cordy about this, about having a receiver that can block. Boy, could he block. Yeah, he was he was very tough. He was very physical. Not the biggest guy in the world, but, you know, it didn't matter to him. He was fearless. He'd come in there and, and do what he needed to do like a running back. He could do anything, but yards after catch, boy, he could catch something short and he can turn it up something big. Yep, no doubt. I mean, uh, he's a lot like, you know, Dembski is with, with Winnipeg now. You know, the, they use him as a multi, multi-talented athlete, a guy can be in the backfield and catch ball out of the backfield. Yeah. You were on the, on the same team in 05, and he had a thousand yard year, <laughs> even that season, right? And yeah. that was the year you had four, right? Yeah, I believe we had four four receivers with a thousand yards. I do believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kevin Strasser, who was at our game the other yeah. night, that used to coach here. He was yes. he was the receiver coach. Yeah. <laughs> when it's Wall of Honor night, what does that mean to you? And and what message do you try to send to your players when it's you know you're honoring one of the all time greats well, of this organization? You know, we certainly respect it. I mean, it's pro football, so we can't prepare any more than what what we do every single week. I mean, but at the same time, you got a guy that uh, dedicated a lot of his life and his career was right here in Edmonton, so you want to pay the pay the proper respects. Terry Vaughn uh, definitely will get the proper respect on 
Sunday at halftime when the Elks take on the Ottawa Red Blacks. And uh, that year I referenced uh, the 1,000-yard receivers, that was in 2005 when Vaughn was with the Alouettes, and uh, there was four 1,000-yard receivers, uh, which included uh, Vaughn, Kerry Watkins, Ben Cahoon, and Dave Stala. So it's pretty cool that two Canadian players were amongst that group as well. All right, the off-topic topic tonight uh, is about hot dogs. Kellen, let's uh, <laughs> let's clean it up here. By the way, uh, Robbie texts in and says, on my work route right now, currently at a convenience store in Spruce Grove grabbing a hot dog, thanks to the relentless hot dog marketing on Inside Sports, LOL. So, sorry, helping, Robbie, but... <laughs> we are helping people with their uh, eating choices tonight, and uh, if anything, uh, that's, uh, that's a win, I'll tell you. That, that's good. Right it's on. Friday. Go get a hot dog. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> uh, unknown text coming in, and this is something I'm going to try, Davey. Uh, air fryer hot dog. Six minutes bacon and cheese. So I guess you oh. put the wiener in the air fryer and uh, give her a go. You know, the sad thing about... Now, my wife and I have an air fryer at home, and we don't use it enough. Mm. The only thing that we have used it for is pierogies. It's pretty good. It's really good for pierogies. And we're looking at each other, and we're going, why are we only restricting ourselves to one type of food. Mm. You know, we're really robbing ourselves. We're robbing our children, mostly ourselves, though. Um, we got we to gotta do more in that air fryer. You got to get, get the pub-style chicken wings happening in that oh, one night. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. There's so many things you could do in the air fryer mm-hmm. as far as uh, meals. Yeah, that, that that's a good text. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got another unknown one that came in that said that the best hot dogs they ever had was when Peter Pocklington owned a Trappers down at the old ballpark. Oh, yes, the Deucey Dog. Uh, the Deucey Dog, yes. Uh, mustard and onions and no ketchup. So, again, one for the no ketchup brigade. That is fantastic. Yeah. No, I remember being down in Arizona. I've been there uh, three times, and I uh, remember the uh, the Diamondback Dog. That you can get at Arizona Diamondback games. Oh, yeah, at uh, Chase Field, yep. Yeah, and the Circle K's all over Arizona, you know, Scottsdale and all the all the Circle K's. That, I mean, it's there's all bedroom communities down there. Mm. You know, you got Mesa and Tucson and Glendale and this and that and the other. That thing. was like a legit foot-long hot dog, oh, if yeah. I remember correctly, for like maybe five bucks or something. It was insane. It was really, really good. Uh Couple more, Kellen. Then sure. We'll put this to bed. Absolutely. Uh, TLC texts in and says a boiled hot dog, lots of mayonnaise, fried onions, and ketchup, no sauerkraut. Hmm. Mayo. Yeah, the mayo I don't get, but overall that's a pretty good hot dog. Mm-hmm. And final word goes to Shan tonight, who says best hot dog over an open fire has to have mustard on the bun. Love it. There you go. Simple and yet effective and tasty. But by far the mind blowing moment of the night is when Troy called in, uh, who runs a hot dog stand, and says uh, he has grilled, boiled, and deep fried mm-hmm. are his options. 95% of customers love the deep Revolutionary fried. info. Did not know that. I love it. All right. The uh, Toronto Argos, 31-28 over the Calgary Stampeders, getting to the late stages of the third quarter. Jays losing in the ninth inning to the Cleveland Guardians by a score of 5-2, to two, so uh, in danger of falling even further back of the third and final wildcard spot in the uh, American League. Canada with a big win over uh, France, 95-65, as uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 27 points as a big game for him, and they will play number 43 Lebanon on Sunday. Canada finishes top two in this tournament. They're off to the Olympics in Paris. So 
Uh, Elks and Red Blacks on Sunday. Terry Von Wall of Honor Night. 3.30 is the countdown to kickoff. 5 o'clock is the kickoff right here on 6.30. Chad, been a tough week in the world of pro wrestling. We lose Terry Funk at the age of 75 and shockingly lose Bray Wyatt, uh, Wyndham Rotunda, who went better known as Bray Wyatt. We lose him yesterday tragically to a heart attack. Tonight on SmackDown, they paid tribute to both. And here is Michael Cole. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This past week, we lost two beloved members of our WWE family. Hall of Famer Terry Funk and the one and only Bray Wyatt. Tonight on Friday Night SmackDown, we will honor their legacy and celebrate their lives. The lives of two incredible men who have touched all of us with their passion, their creativity, and their spirit. Please join us for a moment of silence in our traditional 10-bell salute. <laughs> 